Today is Monday, February 26th. We'll tell you about another win for former President Trump and what comes next for all of this year's presidential candidates. Also, the U.S. Supreme Court is considering a major case involving big tech and government influence. And a coast-to-coast storm could become dangerous in the middle of the country. Plus, in response to an outage, how AT&T is trying to make it up to customers, why food costs are still rising when overall inflation is getting better, and which celebrities made a stir at another big award show over the weekend. Those stories and more news to know next. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. South Carolina voters handed former President Trump another overwhelming victory. The race was called within minutes of polls closing on Saturday because it was already clear Trump had defeated former Governor Nikki Haley in her home state. That's true even though Haley campaigned more aggressively in South Carolina and spent more on TV ads. But the former president's margin of victory has actually been in double digits in every state that's voted so far. Still, Haley says she's not quitting, saying she won't give up the fight when so many Americans are less than enthused about another matchup between President Biden and former President Trump. Up next, the presidential race shifts to the first big swing state. Michigan's presidential primary is happening tomorrow for both Republicans and Democrats. And that's the final major race before more than a dozen states vote on Super Tuesday with thousands of delegates at stake. Stay tuned. The family of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has finally received his body from Russian authorities. They've been struggling for more than a week to recover it. But dozens of Russian celebrities, artists, activists, and journalists recorded video appeals to President Putin telling him to hand it over. And nearly 100,000 Russians signed a petition about it. Now Navalny's political team says there has been a breakthrough. Still, it says it's not clear if authorities are going to interfere with funeral arrangements. Russia's federal prison service still says he died of natural causes. But Navalny's family has accused President Putin of murdering him and delaying handing over the body to cover up the cause of death. Over the weekend, the leaders of the group of seven major democracies called on Russia to fully clarify the circumstances around Navalny's death. To be continued. A Florida school district is dealing with a measles outbreak, and the state's controversial Surgeon General is taking the unusual approach of defying the CDC's measles guidelines. Unlike the CDC, Dr. Joseph Ladapo did not urge parents to vaccinate their children against measles, which is one of the world's most contagious viruses and can be deadly. He also told parents of unvaccinated children it's their choice whether their students attend class. And that's despite federal guidelines that they should be kept home for three weeks if any case is detected at their school because of the high likelihood they'll be infected. 90% of unvaccinated people will contract measles if they enter a room where measles was present, even two hours earlier. But states don't have to follow the CDC's recommendations. And Ladapo pointed out that keeping kids out puts a burden on families and that there's an educational cost to healthy students missing school. But his decision is sparking criticism from doctors around the country, including the American Academy of Pediatrics. Now, keep in mind, the CDC says most people who catch measles recover without significant problems. But an unvaccinated person who gets it does have about a 20 percent chance of being hospitalized. Besides the unvaccinated students, those most at risk of the disease are babies who are too young for the shots, adults and children with compromised immune systems, and pregnant women. As for the Florida schools that have been impacted, they are offering online classes to any families who want their kids to stay home, vaccinated or not. 
and hundreds of families are taking them up on that option. A New York jury ruled against the longtime leader of the country's most prominent gun rights group. It found former NRA chief Wayne LaPierre and two other executives liable for violating state charity laws, specifically saying they engaged in a pattern of financial misconduct and corruption for years. You'll remember LaPierre announced he was stepping down just one day before his trial began, citing health reasons. He specifically was accused of using NRA funds to pay for personal expenses, including vacations, yacht and helicopter rides, landscaping on his home, and more. And now the jury says he's going to have to pay more than $4.3 million back to the NRA. The NRA itself was also named in the New York Attorney General's suit, and it was found to have ignored whistleblower complaints and submitted false filings to the state. So in a second phase of trial, a judge will decide whether a monitor should oversee the NRA's administration of charitable assets in the future. The nonprofit released a statement about the verdict, saying the whole case was focused on the past and that, quote, the NRA lives in the present. So far, LaPierre and his lawyer have not commented. Today, the U.S. Supreme Court is set to hear two cases that could fundamentally change the way social media companies run their sites. They're considered among the biggest of many constitutional battles over free speech this term. This all goes back to 2021 in the wake of the Capitol riot when Facebook, Twitter and YouTube banned President Trump. In response, Florida made it illegal for tech companies to ban any candidate for office in the state. Then Texas passed its own law, keeping platforms from taking down political content, period. The state said social media is where public discourse happens and the private companies that operate the platforms have no right to interfere. But two tech industry groups disagreed, saying the companies do have the right to make decisions about their platforms under the First Amendment, just like a newspaper gets to decide what runs in its pages. So those industry groups sued Texas and Florida. And now the Supreme Court is weighing in to decide whether the social media companies or the government have the ultimate power over what stays online. Justices are expected to reach a decision by June. Much more news is still ahead, but first, a quick break. Taking care of your health is not always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for almost a year now, I've been drinking AG1 every day. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel energized and focused. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. It is a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I like to add ice and a splash of lemon to mine, and I drink it while I'm getting breakfast ready for my toddler before I eat anything else. Drinking it on an empty stomach is actually recommended for optimal absorption. And I love that it's easy to mix on the go and really does give me a boost that I need while helping to ensure I get those daily nutrients no matter what. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com newsworthy. That's drinkag1.com newsworthy. Check it out. Now back to the news. A powerful cross-country storm has started to move its way across the U.S. And by the time it hits the Midwest, tens of millions of people could be at risk of severe weather. For now, the system is still out west. It started yesterday, bringing snow, strong winds, and cooler weather to the Pacific Northwest. Wintry conditions are expected to stick around and move through the Rockies over the next couple of days. Then tomorrow could turn out to be the dangerous day, from the Ozarks and mid-Mississippi Valley through the southern Great Lakes. That includes some major cities like Chicago, Indianapolis, and St. Louis. 
Severe thunderstorms are expected, and they could come with damaging winds, hail, and even possible tornadoes, which are rare in that part of the country this time of year. By the time this storm gets to the East Coast, likely Thursday, things will likely have calmed down. Still, meteorologists think there could be plenty of rain and even possible snow, so they suggest keeping an eye on the forecast as the system moves east. One of the country's largest prescription processors was hit by a cyber attack, and it's led to delays at certain pharmacies around the U.S. Change Healthcare, that's owned by the massive conglomerate United Health Group, first reported an issue last week, and it was down for several days. The company did not share much about the nature of the attack, just that the hackers could have been paid by a foreign country. It says it notified law enforcement and is now working to get systems back online. America's largest wireless provider is apologizing for an hours-long outage last week and promising reimbursement. Remember, AT&T says the outage was caused by a software update, and because of it, some people could not use their phones for nearly 12 hours. Well, now AT&T says thousands of impacted customers will see a $5 credit on their accounts within the next one or two billing cycles. Some people on AT&T's community forums still are not happy, saying $5 is not enough. But AT&T says it is comparable to the average cost of a full day of service. Once again, a movie musical topped the weekend box office. The biopic Bob Marley, One Love was the most watched movie for the second weekend in a row, continuing a trend of recent hit musicals like Mean Girls, The Color Purple, and Wonka. That trend is expected to be broken this weekend, though, with the highly anticipated Dune Part 2 coming out. It's already been getting rave reviews from critics, and it's coming off the huge success of Dune Part 1 that ended up bringing in more than $400 million at the box office and six Academy Awards. It was another big awards season weekend in Hollywood. The 30th annual Screen Actors Guild Awards happened Saturday, celebrating stars of both TV and movies. And there were some talked-about moments, including a reunion between The Devil Wears Prada stars Meryl Streep, Anne Hathaway, and Emily Blunt. The cast of Modern Family also reunited to present an award together. Fran Drescher gave a speech as the head of the Actors Guild, thanking everyone who stood at the front lines during last year's actors' strike, saying the moment in history set the trajectory for many generations to come. And Barbara Streisand accepted a Lifetime Achievement Award and gave a long speech about her love for movies. Some of the other top awards went to Oppenheimer for Best Movie Cast, Succession for Best TV Drama Cast, and The Bear for Best TV Comedy Cast. The SAG Awards are available to stream on Netflix. That's it for the main news, so now it's time for Money Monday, when we talk about one interesting money-related news story. But first, I'm excited to tell you about our new sponsor, Vessi. We've actually reported right here on the show that it's been rainy lately here in Southern California, where I live. And as long as it's safe, of course, I've been embracing the rain more than ever. I'm asking my toddler if he wants to put on his rain gear and simply play with me in the rain. I'm letting myself enjoy a coffee at a cafe with the relaxing sounds outside. And I'm able to do all of this in comfort and style while staying dry because of my new Vessi shoes. Thanks to their Dymatex technology, they are waterproof, which was so surprising to me because of how cute and trendy they are. Whether it's a downpour, a seaside walk, or really just any outing these days, I am choosing my Vessi shoes. They are my new favorites. I have two now because they come in a variety of stylish, weather-ready options. The Weekend, which I have in white, are my everyday shoe. And then I love my Stormburst Vessi shoes when I'm looking for a bit more adventure. 
New Year, new adventures, rain or shine. Whether you're exploring city streets or mountain trails, Vessi's waterproof shoes are your ideal companion. So visit Vessi.com slash newsworthy and get ready to conquer any terrain in style. Plus, enjoy 15% off your first order. Start your journey with Vessi. Go to Vessi.com slash newsworthy and get 15% off your first order. That's V-E-S-S-I dot com slash newsworthy. Okay, now to Money Monday. Inflation might be easing, but food at grocery stores and restaurants is still historically expensive. In fact, Americans haven't spent this much of their incomes on food since the Gulf War. And that trend is only going up. The latest federal data shows prices at restaurants were up more than 5% last month as compared with January of 2023. Grocery costs rose 1.2% in that same period. As for why, well, restaurant and food company execs say they're still dealing with rising labor costs and some ingredients are more expensive. But some companies have also raised prices beyond covering their own higher expenses. And since food is a necessity, they say consumers will always find ways to cope. So to do that, spending habits are changing. Many diners say they're going out less often or skipping appetizers. And at supermarkets, they're buying cheaper store brands more frequently and looking for promotions or deals on apps. They're also getting help from certain food manufacturers and restaurants who have been bucking the trend and offering more deals. All right, thank you so much for listening today and for making us part of your daily routine. We'll be back tomorrow. For now, have a great day. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.